In this bulletin, COP27 reaches a climate change funding deal for vulnerable countries. Donald Trump allowed back on Twitter but says he doesn't want to return. And in cricket, Josh Hazelwood talks up Australia's new rotating captaincy system for one-day internationals. Hello from the SBS newsroom, I'm Peggy Giacomelos. The COP27 climate summit has finally reached a deal after tense negotiations that ran throughout the night at the end of the extended United Nations gathering. The summit has agreed to set up a loss and damage fund to help developing countries bear the immediate costs of climate fueled events such as storms and floods. Egypt's COP27 President Sameh Shukri has released a text of the draft agreement and simultaneously called a plenary session to go through as a final overarching agreement. We have come to a crucial juncture in our collective effort to address the global challenge of climate change. You have all made a tremendous effort to bring us to this point of compromise and consensus. The draft decisions before us are a gateway to scaled up implementation and will enable us to transform towards a future of climate neutrality and climate resilient development. While major emerging economies such as China would not initially be required to contribute, that option remains on the table. This was a key demand by the European Union and the US, who argue that China and other large polluters currently classified as developing countries have the financial clout and responsibility to pay their way. Authorities say it could be months before the flooding crisis in regional New South Wales comes to an end, with flood warnings still in force across the state. Emergency Management Minister Murray Wash says 200 Australian Defence Forces personnel are in the region to help out with the flood response. He says devastated communities can be reassured they will be supported. The federal government has continued to talk up its success at a series of Asia-Pacific summits over the last eight days, tying Anthony Albanese's international engagement to its domestic agenda. In an interview with SBS News, Anthony Albanese has expressed confidence the $20 billion trade restrictions imposed on Australia by China will start to lift, while Treasurer Jim Chalmers has told reporters every Australian has an interest in a more prosperous and stable region. The Treasurer says Labor is also prepared to extend parliamentary sittings this year in a bid to deliver on the government's industrial relations reform as well as other key bills on defence, housing, disaster funding and childcare. Dr Chalmers says both the government's international and domestic activity are aimed at stimulating the Australian economy. The policies and proposals that we have before the parliament, these are all about uh, more agreement, They're all about more wages growth and not more conflict. They recognise that after a decade of wage stagnation, we need to fix the bargaining system, particularly for the low paid and in industries dominated by women. And that's why we've put these proposals before the parliament. 
New Twitter owner Elon Musk has announced Donald Trump will be allowed back on the social media site. Mr Trump had previously been banned for allegedly inciting violence during the 6th January 2021 riots at the US Capitol. But Mr Musk says the results of a poll show users were in favour of the former US president's return to the micro-blogging platform. Donald Trump himself, however, says he has no interest in returning to Twitter, telling a panel at the Republican Jewish Coalition's annual leadership meeting, he does not want to come back. I, I don't see it because I don't see any reason for it. Uh, he did put up a poll and I hear it's very overwhelming, very strong, but I have something called Trump. If you look, it's Trump-owned, but it's, uh, it's really fantastic truth social. Police say schoolies are drinking less and behaving better as the week-long celebrations for this year's high school graduates kick off in Queensland. Queensland Police Commissioner Katarina Carroll says there's been only four arrests on the first day of celebrations and those were for minor public order offences. Police say they will still maintain a strong presence on the Gold Coast, conducting random checks for concealed weapons and venue checks for underage revellers trying to party with fake IDs. Some 22,000 teenagers have descended on the Gold Coast for end-of-school celebrations. To cricket and Josh Hazelwood says Australia's one-day leadership model can work in white ball cricket as officials forge ahead with ways to manage Pat Cummins' busy workload. Australia plans to rotate the captaincy around the likes of Cummins, Hazelwood, Saturday's vice-captain Steve Smith and Alex Carey, all of whom have led the country before. David Warner would also be an option if his lifetime leadership ban is lifted in a looming appeal. Hazelwood helped lead Australia to an unassailable 2-0 lead over England this weekend and he says he would be happy to be named as captain again next time Cummins is out. A test match I think is a different story and you know you need the one captain there and it's his team whereas you know the one day is in the, in the T20s you often got a different looking group and a and a different looking senior group so it's um I think it's a it's a it's a good model and I, I think it's working so far. And that's the latest from the SBS newsroom.